Hi there, and thank you for tuning in to The Social Circus, where every week we dive into a variety of topics covering social media, mindset, and how to run your business. I hope that you enjoy today's episode. Hello there, and welcome to episode 87 of The Social Circus. I am your host, Sarah Thompson, and I am so proud to join you each and every Wednesday for a brand new episode of The Social Circus. Um, This is the beginning of 2024, so if you're listening to it on Catch Up, I've recorded this in January 2024. And the reason that I'm sharing that is because I want to share with you what my plans are going to be for the year ahead. Now, the last couple of episodes that I have done, I talked a little bit about goal setting before before we have our summer break. And last week's episode, I talked about reviewing what had happened in 2023 and what I was working towards as a result of that. So before I dive in and talk about what my big plans are for 2024, I want to just start by saying that in your business, particularly if you're sort of newish in business, we are often told that we need to do so many things like you need to have a business plan and you need to have a marketing plan and you need to have this and you need to have that. Now, I have run my business. This is my 13th year in business without a business plan. However, I set goals and I set short, medium and long term goals for my personal life and for my business. Now, this is an activity that I do monthly in my business, um, which sounds like a lot. But I want to talk about the importance of goal setting because you must must know where you are going. Otherwise, anywhere is good. Okay, so if you are really clear on what your big goals are, it's really helpful for you to steer and point your business in the right direction. Now, for me, goal setting has become more and more important as my business grows, because obviously it's not just me that's relying on my own business to work, but other people who are contractors to my business as well. So it's really important that I'm able to pay everyone's, um, you know, pay everyone's invoices or salaries, pay myself a salary, pay my husband a salary, all those kind of things. So there are more expenses in your business as you grow and you really have to have your eye on things like cash flow. So when it comes to goal setting, how I do it is I like to start with a big number, like a big financial goal. And then I like to break it down into what will that look like in my business? What will it look like in terms of sales, particularly across specific, specific products or services in my business? So it's really helpful to do some sort of planning with that. Now, when you are starting out with that, please look at what you did last year and use that as a starting point. Uh, I look at my numbers really, really regularly to see how I'm tracking because I have really strong goals that I want to achieve each month. But in terms of growing my business, here's what I can say to you. It is much easier to grow, particularly a digital online business. Um, It's much easier to grow that more quickly than, say, a traditional business. But you have to be realistic about how quickly you can grow and also what kind of revenue you're looking for. So if my business, for example, did 50,000 last year, it would be a big ask for me to say I'm going to have a million dollar year this year. It's possible, but it would be really hard, okay? Because it's um it's a monumental amount of growth and you're going to have to have systems and people to help you with that. And that's very hard to do at an exponential rate. Not impossible, but hard. So I would encourage you to have a look at what do you want to achieve for 2024 based on what you learned from 2023. So if you haven't taken the time to do that, please go and review your year. Please go and review your numbers. Please break down those numbers as to what contributed to that revenue, that kind of thing. So they're really, really important goals. Now, I have done all of that for my business, which makes me very happy because it means that I'm all on track and I'm off to a really good start for 2024. But 
As we all know, most of us didn't start our business to make money, okay? That was a sort of side to the activities that we are going to do. And we all started our business with different reasons and different rationales. And I want you to ask yourself, what was your driver behind starting your business? So what was your key thing? And it is a long time ago because I'm now a mother to an 18 and a 15-year-old boys. And when I started my business 13 years ago, that looked a lot different. They were very young, okay? And one of my key drivers behind starting my business was that I felt like being in corporate marketing, and I'm pretty sure this is true, uh, I certainly wasn't going to be able to balance being present as a mother and being great at my corporate career. And so I started my business with a view that I wanted to be more available for my children. I didn't want them to be in really long daycare. I didn't want to walk in with them at 6 p.m. exhausted and then get like the last hour of what I had left in the tank. So I was really clear on why I started my business. And I'm, I'm, I'm really happy to report, I think I've done that really well. So as I said, my boys are like teenagers. My oldest son is basically an adult now. And I look back over the years and I'm so incredibly proud of the fact that I mostly walked my children to school and picked them up when they were smaller. And if I didn't, my husband did. And if I, we didn't, my mum did. Um, we were at home, like we've worked from home the whole time we've had our business. Um, and as many of you know, I work with my husband, so he and I both work at home and we have been available for all those things like going to swimming carnivals, going to sporting events, going for awards at assemblies, those kind of things. And those are the big important things. And I look back over the years and absolutely there are many, many weeks in my business. I've worked 50, 60, 70 hours a week in my business. But I still hit those things like I still went out and picked up my boys from school. Okay, so I want to kind of let you know that sometimes we do work like this myth that you don't have to work hard or all those things. I do think that there are times when you always have to do a little bit of hustling in your business, but know that you must set aside those really important goals for yourself as to what, why am I running my business? And I look back now and I feel really proud of what my husband and I have done with our sons. I think we have been really present and really available as parents for them. And I'm just not saying that we did it every single day, but we did it a lot. And from our children's perspective, I know that they're going to look back and know that their mum and dad always worked at home, that we were around and available. And that's what my goal really was. So as my children have got older, I've been able to expand my goals, which is lovely. But I want to say to you, if this was one of the reasons why you started your business and then suddenly your business is overtaking and becoming really demanding, please use the new year to kind of restock that and re, what's the word, take stock, apologies, take stock of that. Because if you don't do it and you don't make capacity for it, it will not happen, okay? Just because you work for yourself does not mean that you will by default be a present parent who will be available for school pickup. That is not the case. You have to actively make these choices. And the reason why I'm harping on about that is because this year, <laughs> I am starting the year with so much optimism. And I have to give a shout out to my amazing assistant, Claire, who has really enabled this to happen because I know exactly what I want my time and energy and effort to look like. And last year, as much as I think I'm pretty good at this, things got away from me and things did slide. And in last week's episode, I talked about the fact that I let some of my boundaries go. I accommodated clients because, you know, people have things going on and I found myself working evenings and weekends, which I don't love. 
And this year, I feel like we're going to, <laughs> my year this year could almost be boundaries because I feel like this year I'm going to put in really strong boundaries and I'm going to actually really try and honor them. Now, how did we start doing that? So Claire and I had a quite a long catch up last year. And if you don't have an assistant, please don't tune out. You can do this yourself. And I had did it myself for years. So the first thing I do is we get my diary, we get my calendar and we overlap what needs to go in there. So the first thing that needs to go in there in, in my life is school holidays. So my sons were at the same school, so the school holidays went in there and we hadn't found out which university my son was attending. And so those university holidays are going to go in there as well. Now, that doesn't mean that I have to have, oh, wouldn't it be wonderful? Because I think it works out 369. I think my sons at school end up with about 16 weeks holidays. That would be brilliant to have that much holiday in my business. But what it does mean is that the holidays are in there and they are flagged as, they're actually flagged as um, I can't work during those periods. But what it does mean is that then if we decide to go away at the last minute, I'm not trying to juggle things out. And in my line of work, particularly as a trainer, I am booked uh, with training. So it's January at the moment. I already have training in for November. Okay. So it gets booked out a long time in advance. And that means I have to be really on top of it and organized when it comes to my diary. Otherwise I suddenly go, oh, I was kind of hoping to go to Bali in the September school holidays. And I've got five workshops and all of them are immovable. So what I'm saying is put some kind of ring fencing around some dates that you are really important to you. So we have school holidays all blocked up. We will then have uni holidays, whether or not my son wants to hang out with me, who knows? I will, I will update you on that. But it just means that we can have some flexibility around that. Now, this year is also a couple of big things. So my husband and I will have been together 20 years and it's also my 50th birthday. Those have gone in the calendar um, because we're taking quite a nice holiday around my birthday. So those big events that you have should go in your calendar straight away, okay? Because then suddenly you're like, oh, we are going away. Um, and I actually, another thing that I heard a while ago, which is a really lovely tip is if you go away, like if you have the luxury of going away in your business, try and book the day before and the day after you get back as non-contact days with your clients. Because I always find, because I'm really busy with my business, if we're going on a particular, a longer family holiday, uh, I'm leaping about at the last minute trying to organize things and I'm seeing clients right at the last minute. It's incredibly stressful and I start my holiday really wound up and it takes me quite a few days to decompress. So take it, if you can put it into your diary to have a day or two blocked out before you start, please do that. And then the idea of having that flex day when you get back, um, even if you got back on a Saturday and you're meant to be back at work on Monday, block that day out because as soon as you get back, and this is this is what happens when we're self-employed, we think, all right, must get on top of my emails, must check this, must do that. And then you suddenly launch into it because you think you've got to start work on the Monday, okay? Give yourself that extra space. It makes such a big difference. I actually heard someone talking about it years ago. I think they were like a business coach and I was like, oh, I like that idea. I'm going to adopt that. So that's another little tip for you. Now, the other thing I would say to you is if you cannot take, like if you your business um, doesn't allow you to have that much time away from your business or if you can't take or you simply don't have the cash which is totally fine look at taking breaks in your business like long weekends and book them out really regularly so as my um as our boys have got older my husband and i have had the luxury of being able to go away just the two of us so last year we went away twice uh we went to sydney for nearly a week and we went just down south from where we live in wa for like four nights and it was gorgeous we already have two holidays booked in for this year, just the two of us. 
Um, one of them is three nights and the other one I'm hoping will be a week, but it just looks like five nights. So, you know, as your life moves and grows, you can start to make these changes and accommodate things, but you have to put them in your diary because it will fill up with work and then you'll wonder, how did I not take a holiday in 2024? Well, really easily. You said less yes to work, which is always a great thing. But I'm telling you now, once you have that sort of time allocated in your diary, it becomes a lot easier to juggle it. So if I don't go away, um, say in the July school holidays, which are currently booked out, if I decide not to go away or if we just go away for a short break with the boys, I can open my diary up. It is not the end of the world to have more space and I can open up for more client work, more training work or more working inside my business. It doesn't really matter. But the point is the space was there to start with. OK, so really consider that. Now, the other thing that I wanted to do this year is because I have a mastermind and a membership, those require me to show up and do quite a lot of high contact activities every single week. And what I did find last year, and this came up in the lovely conversation I had with Claire, that I, I actually felt quite burnt out by the end of 2023. I felt quite tired and it just felt like it, it felt like it was quite relentless. And I don't mind hard work. I'm absolutely up for that. But I need some space to breathe and sort of rest and recharge myself. And so with that in mind, what Claire has set up in my diary for this year is that um, on top of school holidays being blocked out at the moment, every fourth week in my diary will be a non-contact week. Okay, and that means that my diary is completely closed off. I will not have any coaching clients and I will not do any of my mastermind or membership classes that I need to show up for. And I haven't hit there yet. I haven't hit my first week of that. But I have to say I feel really excited by this idea because I know that to grow a business, you definitely need time and space to do that. And if you are constantly doing like your client work, projects like that you simply won't move ahead with your business so i have a big goal this year i want to double my business revenue which is really a lofty goal and so i know that i will have to have that space and that bandwidth to be able to do that so every fourth week is a non-contact week and i'm really excited about that so that's another thing that we have popped in place now the other thing that which i've done and then what do I say? Averagely, is that a word? Poorly probably is a better word. The other thing that I've done, but not well, is time blocking. OK, and I got better at it in the second half of last year. And then again, when I was chatting with Claire, I said to her, I really need to be a little bit more rigid around how I block my time. So I've talked about this in other podcasts in terms of productivity is that the way to be absolutely super productive is to time block. So do tasks that take all, all block them together so that today I'm just doing content for my social media. Tomorrow I'm recording six podcast episodes. So batching and blocking is a really good way to do that. And in a perfect world where we or our business earns millions and we have all the time of flexibility, this is really easy to do. But at the moment, I am building my digital business, i.e. my online courses and digital product offerings. And I still have to coach and show up for that really regularly because that's an important income stream in my business. So what I decided to do for 2024 was reduce the number of hours or days that I coach for. So I will only be coaching on Wednesdays and Thursdays. I am trying really hard to hold that. And let me tell you, it is really hard when you have clients in different time zones um, all over the world that want to see you. So I kind of open my diary at seven and it closes at six, which is a really long day. And I'm happy to do that. I'm not seeing people for 11 hours. But it means that I can fit people in and it gives me that bandwidth. And I'm really happy to do two big days. That feels fine. So 
I'm starting out and I would really like to hold that line on that because the coaching is what creeps in my business because people, I need to see you urgently, Sarah, and I need to get this done and it has to be done in a week. And I feel bad for people and I often um, accommodate them rather than accommodating myself. So I'm going to try this year and work harder at that boundary and I'll keep you posted because I'm absolutely a work in progress when it comes to that. The other idea which I started last year and worked somewhat well, but I'm really going to push it hard this year is having a CEO day every Monday. Okay. So this means that I can start working on projects that are part of my goal setting that are really going to move the needle in my business. So Monday should be sacred for that. Hilariously, this coming Monday that I'm actually recording this podcast episode on a weekend because on a Monday I have to go into the city for a bunch of meetings, but it's with overseas clients. So I'm accommodating them. Um, but Mondays will be my CEO day where I will sit. I will know what my goals are for the month and I will work on the actions and tactics that are going to move those goals ahead. I'm not allowed to do client work. I'm not allowed to kind of spend the whole day in administration, like, you know, buried in admin and zero. I will have to work on moving my business forward. So that's what's really important. Now, one of the things that I noticed last year when I did the Monday CEO day or the Monday offline day, whatever you want to call it, doesn't really matter. I stopped working weekends um, because even though like I might have had a really busy week and I slid into Friday, I'm like, who made it? I would think to myself, gosh, next week is equally busy. So I'm going to do a few hours work on the weekend so that I can start Monday feeling really organized. Now, once I gave myself that space on a Monday, I suddenly noticed that I didn't feel the pressure to work on weekends at all, which was really lovely. And I really liked that. Now, the other thing that I started doing last year was having flat Fridays as a flex day. So I was trying to call it a day off because I was hoping to move to a four day week, but I decided to call it a flex day because I got a little bit grumpy when I didn't get the day off when things didn't pan out and I realized it was a mindset thing. So it's called a Friday flex day. So on a Monday, I know exactly what my goal actions and tactics are for that week to move my business forward according to my bigger overarching goals. If I get all of that done, Friday is a day off. It does not matter if I have other priorities or something. I will take the day off because I have achieved everything I needed to have achieved. And what I've been doing with those days off is trying to commit to doing things like um, going to Pilates more regularly, um, going for some bit of self-care like facials and having lunch with my mom or my friends. Okay. Now, um, if it doesn't work out, which I'm totally fine with, and this year I do have quite a bit of co-working in my mastermind, and these are Friday mornings, it means that I finish work at lunchtime. And again, I'm hoping to make that a flex afternoon. So even if my husband and I went for a lunch together, it just means I have a little bit more space. So I'm looking at how can I make things so that I'm under less pressure. I'm not constantly going, what's next? Because I'm telling you now, when you run a business, there is always a next. You can always do more. You can always increase your output work harder and harder. And that isn't going to serve you in the long term. It's just going to burn you out and make you exhausted. And probably you'll grow to hate your business, which we don't want. So if you can think about how you can use those strategies in terms of, you know, batching time, Monday suits me, so whatever works for you, and then giving yourself that Friday flex day, it feels really exciting to do that. And I'm telling you now, it's really good for your mindset. The other thing that we've been trying to work on doing is I belong to a couple of like um, business associations and women's networking groups and things like that. And sometimes I feel like I'm making a donation to them because I do not get to events. Okay. And uh, one of the groups that I'm in actually asked for what was the best, what would be most helpful for you in 2024? And I wrote back and said, 
even if it changed and even if things got cancelled and we didn't know what they were, a save the date calendar for the whole year would be incredibly helpful for me and my business. Because I get booked out so far in advance for training, um, I can then see if it was six months out, I can probably move a training, but if it's only a week, I can't. So that kind of space to see and plan well in advance. And one of the things that Claire and I do together, well, she does it and then we talk together, is that with the um, memberships and things that I belong to that have face-to-face networking events, she puts them in my diary. And then when her and I have a monthly chat and we do a little audit of like what's coming up this month, what do I need help and support with, and we'll, we'll spend some of that time looking at my diary and she'll say, oh, this event is here. It clashes, but we could move one client and you could get to it really comfortably. What should we do? And it then means if I had to move a client and they've got three or four weeks notice and then I can decide, do I want to go to that event? Do I want to make it work? And I, I really want to get out more this year and network with more women. I really enjoy that connection and I really like those kind of events where I can have gorgeous conversations. So one of my goals is to actually show up for the memberships that I am paying for. So that's an interesting thing because we say yes to things with excitement and then we realize we're not getting value from it because we simply can't fit it into our diary. So if that is you, I feel you because I have definitely done this in my business, but I would say to you, why not ask if they've got a diary that they can share further out? Why not see if you can be a little bit flexible, wiggle your clients? You don't want to pee them off and do it all the time, but absolutely sometimes it's okay to do it. I've got invited to speak at something in, um, I think it was about eight weeks out and there is one client in my diary that day and the rest is free. So I've blocked out the time and we'll be able to move that client with ease because it's enough notice for them. So I want to encourage you to kind of look at what you've committed to and check if you're getting value from that because I've actually left one of the memberships because I just simply didn't get to anything. They were too far away from my home. And there are odd times, like um, if it's a long way from home and I have to drive through the city in traffic, like please don't make me come to a breakfast event. It's not going to work. Just on my doorstep, I'm an early morning girl, so sign me up every day. So it's okay to say to people, I'm just going to take a break because it just isn't working for me at the moment. It's no reflection on their association or their group or whatever it is. You just have to make sure that any money that you spend in your business is giving you value. And if you're spending money on a membership, I'm not getting to anything. There is no value in that, okay? So those are my tips in terms of how I'm going to be managing my year ahead, which I'm really excited about. And I have to say, I I must try and listen to this later in the year to see how it went, because I'd love to give you a review on this is how I set my, I wanted to set up my year and I'd love to let you know how it went. I'm feeling very optimistic because I certainly feel like I'm more organized than ever. My diary is more laid down than it has ever been. Um, And it feels really firm and like it feels strong without being rigid and that's exactly how we want to feel so i do hope that from today's episode you have got some tips that you're going to try and implement in your business whether or not you have someone else to support you it does not matter take the time and energy to do this yourself because we are the most important asset in our business we cannot afford to get burnt out we cannot be affording to run on empty all the time we have to honor ourselves and our energy and remind ourselves why did we start our business and come back to that as your North Star. So that is all from me for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of The Social Circus. I will look forward to chatting you again next week when we're going to be talking launching your digital product. So I'll look forward to catching up with you the same time next week on The Social Circus. Thanks so much for tuning in to The Social Circus. 
As your host, Sarah Thompson, I am thrilled that you've chosen to spend your time hanging out with me. I would be so grateful if you could spare an extra moment to go and leave me a review on your favorite podcasting platform. And if you even felt more excited, you could share my podcast with your friends who you think would get great value from it. Thanks so much again for tuning in.